0: Going. So, welcome to the second episode of Spirituality Uncensored with Julian, and I will play you some music first. Oops. So today is Wednesday and it's Wednesday afternoon here in London. It's quite gloomy. But my heart is open and full of hope. So what should I talk about? I was on Grinder this afternoon trying hard to find someone to hook up with, but it's not easy. It's like you need to find the perfect person at the perfect timing, at the perfect spot, that both of you are free, which is not easy at all, yeah. This is called, like, if it happened to be happened perfectly, it's like serendipity. That's what they call it, serendipity. It's um, great luck. Yeah, and I, um, what did I do today? I made some music. I decided to open my mind up, not always just play classical music. So I was making some recording of electronic music. That would be going out, coming out of my comfort zone. I used to volunteer in a farm in a community in Israel, in the desert, it's called Samar, and they have a lot of techno party in the desert, can you imagine, it's like super quiet, the desert, there's no forest, no birds, no trees, and, and then at night, a lot of young people we gather here, like set up tents, And under the stars, the sky is absolutely clear. And then techno starts coming up. You know, I always get sick about electronic music. But I feel like in that context, it it was absolutely enjoyable. Yeah, I just slowly, slowly need to clear my classical snobbish genes in me. To be open-minded to the world, you know? And um, actually, about this keyboard is quite interesting. It's um, utopian anarchist. There are around like 200, 250 people live there. And they come to the desert in the 1970s, late 1970s. And I think like those people, they just want to live together, but without someone to tell them what to do. They can't stand for people telling them what to do. To, so they want to have the freedom to uh, operate in whatever way that they desire. So they set up this community, um, and this was one of the guiding principle, and they share everything. They share housing and um, water, electricity, kindergarten the business and for people who decided to work outside of the community they will bring the money inside and then it will be redistributed to everyone so it's really really interesting and there I met a lot of volunteers they've come from all around the world um, you know hippies but like they not Ordinary hippies, they're f- f- quite, not, no, not, not ordinary. Like, they're educated and they had a proper job. There's one Hungarian guy that I met, I think he was, like, a professor or a, a teacher in Hungary, t- teaching politics, something like that. Yeah. And another friend of mine, Italian friend, Lucia, she got a few degrees as well in different, different stuff. And they, they decided to live a life uh, here of freedom. Like to give up the worldly life. And at that time, I was like this as well. So it, it was quite magical. I remember my first encounter was, it was, I arrived in the desert around midnight. And I get off the bus, it's just absolutely magical. Like, imagine, like, in that valley, in the desert, like, both sides, one side is the border of Jordan, the other side is the border to Egypt. And the mountain, the mountain on both sides, and it's like a thousand meters high. And you're in the middle of that majesty. And then I walk, walk to the, to the community and pass by, a little oasis they planted trees and uh, flowers and then I started to hear this music drumming guitar and people singing and there's a fire and they, they were sitting around a fire and smoking a joint and singing and cuddling on the sofa For a person like me, I was, I I came from Hong Kong originally, you know, people are quite uptight there, and, you know, and reserved, and they don't really enjoy life, in some way, I didn't really enjoy life, in some way, so, it was quite fascinating, it's a completely different way of, of existence for me, Uh, and, and then I, at that night, I met a guy, he' is a, a po- he's Polish and he's very talented artist as well. He painted very very well and then we slept together. but it's like something very unique. I feel very unique, it's magical like the the room there Christmas light, and there's a mattress, single mattress on the floor. It's very simple it's in a they were living in a very weird structure. It's called caravan, but it's not like a m- mobile mo- mobile home. It's not like this. It's like a temporary home, you know? But uh, it's very simple. And yeah, we, it was just so beautiful, so magical. And people are s- very pure. At least that, ha- that was how I, experience at that time, probably they smoke too much weed, so, (laughs) you lose ambitions when you smoke weed, and it makes you, um, less, um, what's the word, you you don't feel they, they can attack you, (laughs) yeah, sometimes I'm, I'm, at that time, I'm already think about, like, what is the most ideal way of human society? It is, like, everyone should live in this manner, like, just like in the utopia, and then have no ambition, and you can just chill and do whatever you want, and so close to your community, and hang out with friends every day. And work together, create something together. Or would it be better, like, to live in a society, like, like, now. What we are living, what I'm living in, like in London, a capitalistic society. And you have your freedom of choice to do whatever you want as well, in some way. And um, you can buy whatever you want because like in that community you cannot earn as much as you want like it has to be equally distributed so apparently there's something if you want some luxurious entertainment you won't be able to get that Um, but I think like if we build something some some kind of society model, and to force everyone to live in this that way, I don't think this is healthy at all. This is like the communist China or the Soviet Union. You have an ideology, and you want every single one to believe, you force every single one to believe in what you believe, and if they don't believe that, then they are outcasted, or you kill them. So... I think there should be many different options of way of living, and people should have their own freedom to choose the place that they think is suitable for them, for their personality, for their desire, and their life purpose. And, you know, actually, these kind of things change all the time. I mean, like, before when I was... Living in the community when once upon a time I was a hippie, I just feel like I just felt like money is like the sin, the root of sin of mankind, of greed, yeah, so in order to be clean, I should have no money in my pocket, I should be poor, I should be begging for food and to suffer, yeah. And it can lead me closer to the divinity. However, apparently London has changed me. I love money, money is great, and you can use it in whatever way you want, you can use it in a sinful way, you can use it in a no- in a wholesome way. It's just like everything, there's nothing is really negative or positive, it really depends on the intention. How you approach that. Yeah. So let me play you some music. You know, I once, I was in Sicily in for a summer and I find a place, a farm to work from work away. And it's in the mount, on the mountain of Patti, it's northern Sicily, which is close to Messina. And... I arrived there it was summer it was 43 four 5 degree and I arrived at the place and there's absolutely no one there. It's like um you can imagine it's like in the middle of the forest and there f- there's a like... How do they describe that? It's a DIY DIY shower, and there's DIY bathroom, and DIY kitchen, and a few tents. So that's the place. And apparently when I arrived, they were working. So I was there and I was so hot. It was so hot. And I just sink myself, sit on the chair, and I think I was half dreaming and half awoken awakened and in one hour I was beaten by at least at least fifty mosquitoes. My whole body was completely swollen. Yeah. And and then they came back from work, which is quite cool. And then I always feel like um, people who choose to leave an alternative life, they no, they they want to. They they they, they don't care about money, or they think that like um, um. They want to live a life of without. Lack, or. In their own way, yeah. So I met this guy Christian. His His name is Christian, so he is the leader or the owner of that place. And we were, like, he was introducing himself. He was a little bit different from my, my expectations. He was a bit timid, but he doesn't really... Look at you confidently, and you feel there's something of inferiority complex in him. And I mean, this sounds very judgmental. However, I mean, as someone who I has been hugely rejected society for many years. I think that is some of some kind of escapism and there's some trauma or something that that has caused this man to left Germany and decide to live in Sicily in the mountain by himself alone. Like it was like right after the corona time, so it was really quiet and no people, they lived there for a few years just by himself, just by himself, almost, and I I really feel like this, you know, I, when I was in university, I'm really into one movie by Sean Penn called Into the Wild, and it's talk about, maybe most of, most of you have seen this movie already, it's about a man who had, like, great college education and uh, born in a middle class family and one day he decided to left his parents and then to go on adventure so the movie showed that he drove his car and the, next to in the high on the highway and go to the desert and burn his car and the second second thing he does is take out took out all the money from his wallet and then burn it and just go t- walk into the wild with his backpack. And he went on these adventures and meet, met a lot of people, like hippies. But mostly, he lived in solitude. And in one occasion, he went back to L.A. by chance. And he found that he, like he went wa- he to... This social security want to get some help, and then he suddenly feel like no, he can't, and he decided to go back to to the you know to to, to the wild again, and he wanted to go to Alaska, and he went to Alaska, and he stayed in the bus, he slept in the bus for a hundred days, more or less. And sadly, he was poisoned. He ate some uh, poisoned seeds of fruit, so he died. And he, the last word that he has written is like, the ha- happiness only exists when sharing. So it's like a really touching story, actually. And I think it is, um, it, it is, Came from a real story. The movie came from a real story. Uh, Young 20-something. I mean, like, there's something that is so rebellious that is so seductive about his decision that has attracted me and has inspired many, many people to decide to left the life, the good, comfortable life with the family and the normal path that we should have gone on and went to trust travel and uh, <clears throat> into the wild and live in a raw way, in a gypsy way and uh, total freedom, so kind total, so kind, some kind of total freedom. But actually... I had been like this, I went to live in the street, I went to do dumpster diving and slept on, in the tent, and I found that it is not freedom at all. Actually, I don't have any freedom to access a lot of places. I can only stay on the edge, on the boundaries, I can never go into the society. So, this is not freedom, as well. And I think, I learned something from my own experiment of my life that this freedom is not about... It doesn't come from rejecting the society and go to live in the nature and uh, doesn't engage in the financial system. I'm not going to pay mortgage. I'm not going to use my credit card. I'm not going to buy stuff in the supermarket. I will just go to pick... Eat from the trash. It doesn't mean freedom at all. This actually, this is is, is, re, is out of hate, out of rejection. you despise the society, and it's some kind of egotism as well. yeah. so and I, I slowly, so slowly, painfully, to change my mindset and reintegrate to, into the society. And I, I found that actually, is a journey of acceptance. And before I had this judgment, I thought, okay, I these people who decided to work in a nine to five jobs and just worrying about the bills, worrying all these worldly things, they're such a cowards. So they didn't live their life and just do this routine. And I'm the hero who go to that do all this cool stuff. But in fact now when I'm living this city life in London and I found that this is not easy at all. And it's really a courage as well to to live in a lifestyle that support yourself, support your family and it's it's very noble. It's an obligation and you take responsibility. And I really appreciate people who decided to be one uh, one of the you know a part of the society to keep everything working, and that's great because otherwise I won't be able to. If there's not so many people cooperate together, I won't be able to enjoy the the decent life that I'm living now. I won't be able to take the train with uh, to the London Bridge. For, in 50 minutes, without these train, uh, without all these workers, everyone who maintained the train, who drove the train, who sold the ticket, and maintain all this stuff, and I won't be able to go to the supermarket, who is two minutes from my house, to buy everything that I need, and and I won't be able to travel so cheaply. To I can just bought, bought a ticket for eight, buy a ticket for 80 pounds and go. For vacation in Italy, and without every single person who fulfill their responsibility in this society, none of this could happen. Our modern life couldn't work. So, I think, of course, there are lots of problems or sh- or like shit that happen within the system, as every single system. Because system is made out of human, and human are imperfect. So, the system has inherited our imperfection. And I think I appreciate that. And I'm glad that I'm living in the society, collectively, with all these people and I, and everyone, and I can do my best to give back the things that, um, I may be good at it, I can share to the world, Can be benefit. can be beneficial for other people in return for the comfortable, modern life that I'm living in. It's such a privilege. You know, like the life we are living now, even Napoleon, even you're the strongest, your biggest ruler, in the world 300 years ago won't be able to to experience that you know like this <laughs> i watched a video they talk. they, they uh, said that like in fact science, actually it's like the shit everywhere like people would <laughs> probably just took a shit in the middle of the of the ballroom and uh, uh, and this like it stings everywhere and and the dog just shit everywhere and yeah I mean it is it's great the modern life is great and what we are living is great so I think we should not just because of a little bit of of uh, shortcomings, and but rejects the whole good pie. It doesn't work like this. <laughs> So, many of you may not know that, like, I grew up uh, trained as a classical pianist, and slowly, slowly, I found that, um, it's... Actually, I always feel a little bit difficult to play classical music. I don't feel completely comfortable. Like, it's a little bit hard for me to walk within the line and to obey certain style and rules. So, uh, yeah, I always like uh, either, like when I play Mozart, either I do a little bit too much rubato, too personal, or too exaggerated, or I can't really keep the tempo very steady. So it makes it not in style. So, I found it really, really... Um, much more me in a flow when i improvise and that was my improvisation and i decided to embrace it so i made uh, some album based on my improvisation on spotify so feel free to check it out my name is julian lee j u l i e n l w y and there are f- there there are already a few short eps Up there and I will make more and more. So feel free to subscribe and follow and listen. And give me some feedback. Tell me how you feel about that, those musics. Very happy today to talk with you all. And let me know about how do you think, what do you think is the perfect living environment for you. What kind of way of living satisfy you most? And um, in a community, do you want to live in a community or do you want to live a more individualistic life? And feel free to write me on to julianleepianist at outlook.com or subscribe me on Instagram and you can privately message me about your thoughts. So see you next Monday. Next Monday I'm going to have my friend, my very good friend, Kai Jack. He is a current bassist in Israel camarada. He's a very talented bassist, double bassist from Norway. And we will talk about Israel-Palestine conflict, his feel on it, and on many other stuff. So, see you next Monday, and now I would show you a track from my album Ephemeral. It's called Reykjavik. It's inspired by a date that I had in Reykjavik. Enjoy! <laughs>